It's me. Don't adjust your tablets or phones or whatever you're watching on. It's me. It's me, guys. Hi, Tanisha. It's here Thursday night, and I am coming to you live. Man, thank you. Week after week, all of you that have been tuning in, watching Jerry, watching this Pressure series, it has been super duper dope, right? Like, it's been amazing. And I'm super excited that all of you have continued to support this ministry week after week after week. Thank you so much. We love you. So go ahead and take your screenshot, tag us, let us know where you're, where you're from. Come into the room. Drop, you know, you know, all the people from all over the world. That just blows my mind every single time. Drop it down in the comments below. All the people that have continued to give and to sow. Listen, we love you so much. And we thank you for continuing to support this ministry. And guys, guess what? Next week, like next week, this time, like this actual day, we're going to be live for the first time since before coronavirus. Like, right? Like bananas. We're super excited. People are already telling us that they're flying in. Like, guys, it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope, guys. So if you have not planned on being here or being there, 10355 Mills Road, Houston, Texas, 77070, you need to make sure you're there because it's going to be like thebomb.com. People don't even say that anymore, but I'm saying it now, thebomb.com. So listen, we're excited. We hope that you can make it and God's going to do something great. So I want to go ahead and get into this word. I'm going to start with this scripture, guys. John 11 verses 1 through 5. All right, go ahead, turn your Bibles. Like they say, go ahead and turn your Bibles to John, St. John, St. John. 11, 1 through 5, okay? Here we go. It says, Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. The word came to Jesus, right? A messenger came saying the person that you loved was sick. And he stayed, not one more day, but two more days. The person that you love, you stayed where you were. The person that you love, you delayed. The person that you love is sick and you took your time where you were. What do you do when God takes his time? Mm. What do you do? The title of this message, y'all, is When God Takes His Time. Okay? He loved them, yet he decided to stay where he was two more days. Can you imagine? 
like I put myself in that situation in my, you know, finite wisdom. If I knew the person that I loved, I think about my children, my husband, my parents, anybody that I hold dear, right? If I knew that I had the power to heal them and somebody comes to me and say, hey, this person that you love is sick. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting there immediately, right? Because I know that I am the only one that can save them. I know I'm the only one that can heal them. But you know what? I'm not God. Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. See, sometimes we like to interpret love as an urgency. Like if you love me, you're going to hurry up. If you love me, you're going to do this. You love me. You love me. So you're going to do ex you're going to do everything you can because you love me, right? But what even in God's infinite love, because remember, God's love is the greatest love. God is love. He is the embodiment, the creator. There is no greater love. The reason why we even understand or even try to understand what love is, because that is who he is, right? And he loves us, but yet he says, I'm going to take my time on this. What do you do when God takes his time? When God makes you wait, let's go ahead and pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we love you so much. And we just thank you for being God, showing us more of who you are, Lord God. Continue to reveal your word to us, Lord God, your truth and everything that you need us to know, Lord, so that we can be who you need us to be, Lord God. Show us the way. Show us your word. Show us what you need us to to learn in every season, in every circumstance, Lord God, so that you can be glorified. Lord, we love you so much. We thank you for this word. I pray that it touches the heart of your people. Touch me as your vessel, Lord God. I am nothing but clay, Lord God, but you make me, you make me a vessel. So I thank you, Lord God, that you speak through me, Lord God, everything that you need me to say, Lord God, so that your people can be blessed and that you may be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody put amen, amen, amen in the room. Amen and amen. That's what my grandfather used to say. Amen and amen. Everybody drop that in the room. Okay, so let's continue on. So love, right? A lot of times we feel that love is urgency. If you love me, you're going to be quick to do whatever you need to get to me to fix my problem or whatever, right? But what if I told you that sometimes... God is showing you his love through his delay, right? He's delaying this because he loves you, right? And that to me, right, to us, like, why does that make any sense? Why I gotta wait, God? Because some of us are in this season, right, of obscurity. Nobody knows our name. Nobody's coming to our business. Nobody's read our book. Or you, I feel like I'm forgotten about, like, I'm... Really, God, what, what am I waiting on? I thought you loved me. Lord, what's going on? Sometimes God is using this season of development and delay to show you, I really do love you. It may not make sense. It may not make sense now, but it's going to make sense. I know you want to prove to everybody, hey, I'm a good thing. Somebody should find me, right? Why am I waiting? 
I know you want I know you want to show everybody that. But God is delaying for a reason. He's taking his time for a reason. I know you want to show everybody, like, listen, my restaurant or my business plan, it, it, it's it's amazing. But nobody's nobody's picking it up. God's God's making you wait. Listen, he's 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 got the timing right. Don't worry, he loves you. He's not going anywhere. He's got a reason. Okay? So let's talk about this topic of love, okay? So there are three things I want to emphasize. The first one, like I said, is his love, guys. Okay, God's love so many times is his delay, okay? It's under preach. We've always thought that, okay, this is delay because I've been disobedient or this is the delay because I did something wrong or I made a mistake. This is the delay because, you know, I sinned. God is making me wait. God is punishing me because I, you know, because of my lifestyle before this. This is why, this is why it's been 5, 10, 15, 20 years and I'm still waiting. It's because of me, right? I've been praying and nothing's happening. God, you're delaying this because of, I did something wrong. No, that's not always the case. God is delaying and taking his time because he loves you. Imagine if we gave our children everything they wanted, when they wanted it, how they wanted it. We'd, we'd, we'd create some pretty spoiled children, right? I want ice cream now. I, wanna go, I, I don't want to go to bed now. I, wanna, I don't want to go to bed now. I want to do this now. I want to go play now. I want to eat now. I want to watch TV now. I want to do this now. Give it to me now. Give it to me now, mommy. I want it now, now, right now. Right? We'd create some very entitled selfish, spoiled children, right? We would become our children's servants if we gave them everything they wanted when they wanted it. But God doesn't serve us. We serve him. He is not our servant. We are his servants. And we wait on him for his perfect timing and he gives us what we need in his perfect timing because he loves us. We know as parents, as, as human, finite human beings, we know what our children need and what they don't need. We know you don't need all that ice cream before bedtime right now. It's not good for you. You about to go to bed. We know what is good for them and what is not good for them, but they don't know. And we don't give them everything that they want when they want it because we love them. Because we love them, we don't just give them all the things that they want right then and there. And that's how God does that. And that's how God does us. He is a good father. God wants us to have blessings. He wants us to have good things. God does not want to withhold good things from his children. He loves us, but there are reasons why he delays. One of the things is because he loves us. Because I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard this statement. I've heard it before. If God were to give me what I wanted when I wanted it, I would have messed it up. Has anybody ever had that testimony? I know that I have, right? I think about some of the things that I wanted years prior or years earlier. I would have messed them up. I was not ready yet. I was not mature yet. I was not, I was not in the season where I needed to have that. God was developing me. God was maturing me. God was, was, was growing me up. I didn't need it. 
But I thought I did. But God as a good father who loves me delayed. He waited. He took his time because he needed to cultivate some things in me. See, God has to cultivate some things in you. There's some things that he needs to work in and there's some things that he needs to work out. And because he loves you, because he's got good things for your life, because he's got a plan, because he has a, the best plan, I'm taking my time with this. Yeah, you got to grow in that area. Yeah, you need to fix that. Yeah, you need to mature in that area. Yeah, you're going to have to let that go. Yeah, you're going to have to move on from that. But I love you. So I'm, I'm not giving you this yet. I'm not giving you this yet. Yeah, I'm taking my time. I love you. I'm taking my time because I love you. We have to remember that about God. Because what will happen is we'll get mad, we'll get frustrated, we'll be angry at God. We will be angry because we think that he works on our timeline. But we forget that he is in and outside of time. Like, he created time. He operates in time, he operates out of time. He created the thing called time. So guess what? He's not operating on our timeline ever, ever. But we get mad and we get frustrated or we get angry or we, we get complacent with God because it's not happening when we want it. It's not happening how we want it. It's delayed. I thought this would happen by now. I thought I would have this by now. Why, why am I still in this place? Shouldn't I be further along than this? We get frustrated with God. But that's why he gives us his word to show us there's a reason. Trust me, I love you. And you don't have this yet because either you don't need it or because it's not time yet. I love you. Let's not forget. So let's move on. Point number two, right? Patience. Woo! That patience thing, right? Patience is the ability to survive in the season of not yet. We, ooh we, Lord, help us to survive in this season of not yet. I know that's some of y'all's prayer right now. Help me to, help me to survive, Lord. I need, I need you to survive. Remember that song? I need you to survive. Moving on, sorry. Had a little moment. Jerry does that too, right? But he be throwing in them secular songs. I, I, threw a, I threw in a holy song. Hallelujah. Moving on. Patience, right? So this patience thing. Patience is developed. It's not a feature, right? This is not um, a battery included attribute. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't just come. It has to be worked. Okay? It has to be built up. Okay, you have to uh you have to work this thing. It is it is a work, it is evidence of the regenerated work of the Holy Spirit, okay? Like this is definitely a kingdom attribute, patience, okay? It takes surrender and, and, and it takes you your willingness to let go, right? And the problem is a lot of people have poor work ethic, right? They don't wanna work, okay? It takes surrender, it takes trust. It's this, it's this ability, like I said, to survive this season of not yet. How do you think Martha and Mary felt, right? Like, imagine, put yourself in their shoes. Like, the one person, the one person that they know that can do anything, the one person that can heal their brother. And I'm sure they think, okay, well, Jesus loves us. We, I know he's going to get here on time. He loves us, right? 
So, you know, I got that that one up on everybody else. I know he loved me. You know, he loves me. So I know he's going to be here. He's going to make a way. He's going to heal my brother, right? Imagine how they felt when they're waiting. They sent the word and their brother dies. Let that sink in. This is the one person that they know can, I mean, he, this isn't, any, any doctor, this isn't just any priest. This is the great physician. This is the high priest. This is the savior, right? He is the ultimate healer. This is the one person, the one person that can fix this, the one person that can heal. And he didn't come when we needed him to. And he dies. And I'm not talking about that like flat line on the table and the doctors come to resuscitate, you know, dead. I'm talking about he is dead for more than one day. I'm talking about he is dead and they put him in the tomb and they put grave clothes on him. I'm talking about dead, he is starting to smell. Dead, dead. Imagine how they felt. Some of us feel like that right now in our lives. This situation, this season I, I'm, I'm in, it feels real dead. I'm feeling real morbid right now. I'm feeling like there is no hope. There is no way. There is, nothing is, nothing is gonna fix this. I have no way out. This stinks. This smells, literally. This season I'm in, God, this is awful. I thought that you were gonna be here. God, I thought that you were going to show up. I thought you were going to fix this. I thought that this was going to be better for me. I thought I would have this by now. God, why am I still in this place? Why haven't you blessed me yet? I'm seeing all these people getting their blessings and all these people getting their breakthroughs and all these people getting their answered prayers and my situation is dead. Really, God? Really? And that's why we need the word of God to remind us of why we need to have patience. That's why we need the word of God to remind us why God is who he is and why he does what he does. Okay? Everything is for his love for us, his patience, and then I'll tell you the third one in a second. So let me go through these scriptures. James 1, 2 through 4. My brethren... Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. God has to perfect some things in you. He is working patience in your life. He hasn't forgotten about you. He didn't wake up one day and say, oh, man, I forgot to give her her blessing. I forgot to give him his uh, his his destiny. I, I completely forgot. Man, I dropped the ball on this one. God has not forgotten. There is some things that God is working in you and patience is one of them. And some people are like right now, well, I've been waiting a really long time. Well, guess what? You're if, if you haven't gotten what you're supposed to what you think you're supposed to have yet. There's a reason for it. And maybe God is still working some things. So you have to trust in his word. He's working some things in you. He's working some things out of you. Listen, Isaiah 40, 31. 
But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Because some of us, I know you're getting weary and well-doing. And you're like, God, when? God, when? I've been waiting, God, when? Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. He is strengthening you right now. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Go to the word of God because it will give you strength to be patient in this time, in this season of the not yet. He's perfecting it in you. Romans 5. I love this one. Verse 3. And not only this, but with joy, let us exalt in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships. That don't make no sense, right? Think about Mary and Martha. Rejoice that your, that your brother just died. Knowing that hardships, distress, pressure, trouble, any, anything that you're going through, knowing that hardships produces patient endurance and endurance proven character. See, some of our characters are messed up. Some of our characters need a, 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 a check. Some of our characters need to be changed and shifted around, okay? And endurance proven character, spiritual maturity, okay? God needs to grow some of us up. So this patient, this patience thing, yeah, it's making you real mature. It's growing you up. It's making you learn how to wait on God, learning to appreciate God's goodness. It's teaching you some things, okay? Just like... The, 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 uh, the first point, when we give children everything that, that they want, they don't really appreciate anything, right? They're, they, they, they're, they're not grateful, right? But when, when you make your children wait sometimes and they understand the principle of, hey, I'm not giving you everything you want when you want it. You need to understand what I am giving you. You should be grateful for. God needs us to have, be grateful have an appreciation for who he is. Some of us, we are so entitled and think God owes us something when he has already given us everything. He's already sacrificed everything for us. And then we turn our nose up like spoiled children. And listen, this is me included. We turn our nose up, nose up like spoiled children, like God, you haven't done this for me yet. What's going on? And God is like, I have already given you everything. Let me get back to the scripture. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Verse four, an endurance, proving character, spiritual maturity, and proving character, hope, and confident assurance. Such hope in God's promise never disappoints us because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Guys, we have to get to a place where we are not putting God on our timeline. No matter how long it takes, you can go through so many different stories in the Bible of people that had to wait on God. When you think about Joseph getting thrown in, uh, in, in prison, was a slave. When you, when you think of that, you think about everybody that had to wait on God. They had to have faith. They had to trust God. Was it easy all the time? No, but that's why he has his word to say, don't be weary in well-doing. 
Don't be weary. Trust me. I am working patience in you. I am showing you that I love you. And listen, I'm getting ready for this last, uh, this last point because this is my favorite. His glory. Point number three, his glory. Why does he take his time? Because he always wants to get the glory. Always. Let me help you guys today, guys. God is working. It may look bad. It may feel bad. It may smell bad, right? It may smell bad. When you think about Lazarus, it may smell bad. It may, everything around you, this whole season that you're in, your life may feel like I have been waiting and nothing is happening. Why am I here? What is going to happen? God, what are you doing? I don't understand. Why didn't you come when I asked you? Why didn't you do this when I felt like I needed it? Where were you? What were you doing, God? Did you forget about me? I know some of you have been there and some of you may be there right now, but God is working. I promise you, God is working and he's never stopped working. Everything that we are and everything that we do is for his glory. So his glory can be revealed. So his glory can be made manifest. So people can see his wonders and his goodness and his love and his grace and his healing and his power and his anointing. He does everything for his glory. Your life is about his glory. You were on this earth for his glory. Everything that you do, you were put here for his glory and his glory alone. So your wait is for his glory. His delay is for his glory. He's taking his time for his glory. But listen, when his glory is revealed, guess what? Who's going to be the partaker of that? You are. Okay? Because once... Jesus did get there and he called Lazarus forth. Nobody could have got the glory but him. Nobody, because he waited till he was good and dead. Nobody was going to be able to get the glory but him. And that's what God wants for you. He wants the testimony that you can't go off your expertise, your degree, your logic, your, your, your trade, your grind, whatever. You can't go off any of that. You can't attribute anything that you have to anything that you've done. All God wants you to see is, I want to get the glory out of this. And it's going to be the best thing that you've ever had. So I, I have to make you wait. I'm going to take my time because I want your testimony to be evidence of my glory and my glory alone, period. God doesn't want to share the glory with anybody else. Nobody else deserves the glory. Nobody else is worthy of the glory. So everything that you've been waiting on and everything that, you are, that, that you've been patient for and everything that you are questioning his love about, no, it's for his glory. Trust me. Trust his word. Everything he is working for his glory and his glory alone. Whether it's a job, whether it's a loved one that you are waiting to get saved, whether it's a relationship, whether it's healing, whether it's an answer to your prayer, whether it's God, what am I supposed to do? What's my purpose? God, what? Whatever it is that you're waiting on 
God's going to do it. He's going to answer you. Remember, he's a good father and he loves you. He has not forgotten. He wants to get the glory. And then that testimony that you're going to give to everybody around you, to your, to those coworkers, to those, to those uh, classmates, to your, to your friends and to your family, to anybody that you come in contact with, when they see the, the goodness, when they see your blessing, when they see what you've come into, when they've seen all the, uh, all the things that God has brought you from and brought you through, when they see it, the only thing that you can say, this was nothing but God. The only thing that you can say is my testimony is that my God made a way. He stepped in right on time. I, I can't attribute anything to my, of my success to, to myself. I'm not smart enough to have done this. Okay, no, no, no degree, no expertise, no amount of experience could have got me where I am. This was nothing but God. This, is, this was all for his glory. All glory belongs to God. Everything I am is for his glory. That's what God wants. He's not punishing you. He hasn't forgot about you. He is working right now. He loves you. He needs you to understand that he's working patience in you. It's strengthening you. It may not feel like it, but it is. And it's for his glory. If you remember that, people, saints, sisters, brothers, if you remember that in this season of obscurity where you feel like God has forgotten about you, go to the word of God. God, help me in this season that I'm in. Show me what I need to learn. Show me what I need to do. Help me to not grow weary. Help me to wait on you and to appreciate your goodness, to appreciate your love, to appreciate your provisions, to appreciate what you have done. Let me not be like that spoiled child who thinks that you owe me so much when you've already given me everything. What do you do when God takes his time? What do you do when God takes his time? What do you do when God takes his time? You trust him. You trust him. See, faith in God and trusting in God is also trusting and having faith in his timing. Having faith and having faith and trusting in God is also trusting the pace of God. God loved them. So he delayed. God loves you. God loves you so much that he's making you wait. And I don't even want to bother the fact that they wanted him to be a physician. They wanted him to be healed. They wanted Jesus to come and heal him from his sickness. But God said, no, I'm going to show you that I'm a resurrector. Sometimes God delays so he can show you a new dimension of who he is. He doesn't want just to be your healer. He doesn't just want to be your provider. He doesn't just want to be one thing to you. He wants to be everything to you. And so in these seasons, as we are waiting on God, ask God, show me, Lord, more of who you are. Show me other sides that I am neglecting or I'm refusing to see because of my anger, because of my bitterness, because 
uh, of, of me being spoiled or me, you know, me being complacent. God, forgive me and show me the other parts of who you are. Show me, God, more of who you are. God, you loved me so much, so much that you stayed two more days. I know it doesn't make sense at first, but he's got a reason for it. Trust his love. Allow him to work patience. And remember, it's all for his glory. So, Father God, Lord, we love you so much. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for everything that you are doing, Lord. In our finite minds, Lord God, we don't understand everything that happens sometimes. But, God, we know that we serve a God that knows everything. And Lord, allow us and help us to put our trust in you, to put our faith in you, Lord God, when everything looks dead and everything looks dark and everything feels like it's not going to work. And we've been waiting and we've been waiting and we've been waiting. And Lord, we seem like it seems like it's not happening. God, remind us that you are with us. Remind us that you are there. Remind us that you have not left us. Remind us that you are working. Remind us that you have not forgotten about us, God. Allow us to feel your love, God, like never before. Allow us, Lord God, to have patience. And Lord, give us the heart and the mind to want to, your glory to be revealed in our lives. And so, Lord, whatever you have to do, however long we need to wait, whatever it is that you need to do, God, do it. Give us that heart, Lord God. Give us that heart so, Lord, that we can say, Lord, we are available to you, Lord God. Whatever you want to do, have your way, Lord God. I am yours. I belong to you, God. It is not my life. This is your life. I give it all to you, Lord Jesus. I lay it at your feet and you do whatever you need to do, however you need to do it, whenever you need to do it, Lord God. As long as your glory is being revealed, God, because you have already given me so much. You've already given me your son. You've already sacrificed everything so that I can have life. So God, help me. Help me to wait on you, Lord Jesus, no matter how long it takes, God. No matter what's happening with anybody else around me, God, help me to wait on you. Show me more of who you are. Help me to fall more in love with you, Lord God, and reveal your glory in my life. Lord, we love you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen.